everybody. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. The chief executive says Hong Kongers won't have to use a health code app when quarantine-free travel resumes with the mainland. The police commissioner warns that some people are inciting the SAR's youth to violence and police arrest more than 30 people from a syndicate that allegedly cheated hundreds of victims out of $55 million. Chief Executive Carrie Lam has revealed that the government won't ask all Hong Kongers to use a health code app when quarantine-free travel with the mainland is resumed, but only those who wish to cross the border. Timmy Sung reports. Speaking on a TV programme, Carrie Lam said that in the next few days, health officials will submit a report in response to the feedback from mainland health experts on resuming quarantine-free travel. She said she had not heard from the mainland side that the second round of discussion will be delayed after an airport worker recently tested positive for COVID-19. The chief executive, however, said authorities plan to ask people who have a high exposure risk to get tested more regularly to prevent an outbreak in the community. When asked if all Hong Kong people will be required to use a health code app to track their movement, the CE said it would be voluntary and would only apply to those who wish to travel to the mainland. She said Hong Kong and the mainland have two different systems and the public also won't accept app to be compulsory. Police Commissioner Raymond Hsu has warned that people with ulterior motives are inciting young people to violence using magazines, short video clips and even art. He told a radio programme that while crime figures in the first half of the year have dropped, he's concerned about the threat of terrorism, citing the stabbing of a policeman on July the 1st and the arrest of members linked to a pro-independence group. He also blamed what he called fake news for young people's distrust of the police. Police say they've arrested 32 people from a syndicate with triad links that allegedly cheated around 500 victims out of approximately $55 million through loan fraud. The force says each victim suffered losses of between $3,000 and $1.85 million. In a two-day operation last week, Yip Wing Lam, a superintendent from the force's commercial crime bureau, says they seized 142 phones and cold call scripts in three calling centres in Hong Ham, Chun Wan and Cheung Sa Wan. They use the cold call to call victims, pretend to be staff of a prominent banks, and then if the victims are interested, they will refer the potential victims to other syndicate members and induce them to apply for loans. New research suggests the United Kingdom is among the most nature-depleted countries in the world, with dwindling levels of biodiversity placing it in the bottom 10% of all countries. Scientists in London found that the accelerating use of land for building and intensive agriculture has reduced Britain's natural biodiversity by almost 50%. The global average for biodiversity loss is 25%. Professor Andy Purvis, who led the research, explained the significance of the findings. People often think that biodiversity is nice to have, almost a luxury that's beautiful to look at, but we don't depend on. That's really wrong. It's actually the foundation of our society. If we start to take more from nature than it can provide sustainably, we risk huge disruption to our very way of life. The head of Iran's Atomic Energy Agency says the country has amassed more than 120 kilograms of 20% enriched uranium, well above the level agreed with world power six years ago. Mohammad Eslami suggested that Iran had been forced to act, as Western powers hadn't provided the enriched fuel they'd promised for the Tehran reactor, which produces material for medical treatments and agriculture. 
Iraqis are voting today in an election which President Barham Saleh has described as an opportunity to rebuild the state. Iraq is grappling with an economic crisis, rampant corruption and sectarian divisions. The BBC's Alan Johnston has more. This election was supposed to be held next year, but it was brought forward. This was a concession to anti-government activists who launched angry street protests in 2019. There have been reforms which ought to make this ballot more fair than those in the past. But there's still a widespread sense that this vote won't deliver any substantial change. Once the ballots are counted, familiar, powerful forces in the establishment will continue to dominate the nation's politics. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. The six main opposition parties in Hungary are holding a second round of primaries to pick a candidate to challenge the right-wing populist Prime Minister Viktor Orban in elections next year. Voters can choose between a leftist lawyer, Clara Dobrev, and an independent conservative, Peter Markizai. The opposition has put ideological differences aside to try to break the dominance of Mr Orban's Fidesz party. Police in Guatemala have rescued 126 migrants from a shipping container abandoned by the side of the road. A police spokesman said they heard knocking and desperate cries for help coming from the container. The BBC's Will Grant has more. It is believed people smugglers or coyotes must have panicked and decided to jettison the trailer and flee. The majority of those freed from the dangerously cramped container were from Haiti, with a number also from Nepal and Ghana. Haiti is in the grip of its deepest economic and political crisis since the years immediately following the 2010 earthquake. A combination of political instability, gang violence and a bleak economic outlook, worsened in one part of the country by another recent earthquake, has prompted many to attempt to leave Haiti. La Palma Airport in the Spanish Canary Islands off northwest Africa is operating again after a two-day closure caused by an erupting volcano. The Canaries' airline, Binta, said it had resumed flights after the weather improved and an ash cloud cleared. But the danger from the Cumbre Vieja volcano remains, almost three weeks after its initial eruption. To sport now in the World Cup qualification matches played in Europe, England cruised to a 5-0 win over Andorra with five different goal scorers. Jack Grealish found the back of the net for the first time in an England shirt, as did Ben Chilwell, who opened the scoring 17 minutes after a VAR review. I said to the boys after I didn't want my first goal to just be stood there and hug everyone. I wanted to make a, a bit of a celebration. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of emotion when you score your first goal for your country. Put, putting the shirt on is one thing, but to score a goal for England is another special feeling. England are the top of their group and need two wins from their remaining three games to guarantee qualification. There were wins for the Republic of Ireland, Sweden, Greece, Lithuania, Bosnia-Herzegovina and Ukraine. There were also dramatic scenes as Scotland got a last-gasp winner against Israel at Hampden Park. The 3-2 final score keeps their qualification hopes alive going into their remaining three games in Group F. Scott McTominay, the Manchester United star, with a last-gasp goal in that one. More drama in the race for the Formula One world title as Lewis Hamilton was quickest in qualifying but still finds himself behind his closest challenger, Max Verstappen, on the grid at the Turkish Grand Prix. The British driver begins the race in 11th, having suffered a 10-place penalty for breaking engine rules. The only blessing is teammate Valtteri Bottas inherits pole ahead of Verstappen. Hamilton was in upbeat mood despite knowing he will have plenty of traffic to get past. 
been a good two days so far in terms of overall performance. Obviously quickest yesterday and then I didn't bother doing too many laps in P3, but then obviously to be ahead in all the qualifying sessions. So really strong. I think the car's been feeling great this weekend also. So yeah, excited for the challenge tomorrow. Australia have won their multi-format cricket series against India after a narrow victory in the second women's T20 international in Brisbane. The hosts chased down their victory target of 119 with four wickets and five balls to spare. Golf now, South Korea's Ko Jin Yong fired a two-under par 69 to seize a four-stroke lead after the third round of the LPGA Founders' Cup. World number 2 Ko stood on 13 under 200 after 54 holes at Mountain Ridge Country Club in West Caldwell, New Jersey. A second-place pack four adrift on 204 included South Korea's Ryu So-yeon, Americans Lindsay Weaver and Elizabeth Sokol, and Yuka Sasso of the Philippines. Tennis now and US Open champion Daniil Medvedev has downed American Mackenzie McDonald 6-4-6-2 to reach the third round at Indian Wells. The second-ranked Russian, the top men seed in the combined WTA and ATP Masters hardcourt tournament, played his first ATP match since capturing his maiden Grand Slam title at Flushing Meadows, where he denied Novak Djokovic a rare counter Grand Slam sweep. Women's top seed Karolina Pliskova defeated 23-year-old Polish qualifier Magdalena Frech to ease into the third round as fifth-seeded Gabi Muguruza was toppled by Alia Tomljanovic, who reached her first Grand Slam quarterfinal at Wimbledon earlier this year. Tyson Fury has retained his WBC heavyweight boxing crown with a dramatic 11th round knockout of Deontay Wilder. In a stunning battle that saw both fighters floored on multiple occasions, Fury finished the stronger to put Wilder down with a powerful right hook at the T-Mobile Arena. Now the weather forecast for you, if I can just find it. Strong easterly winds, occasionally gale force on high ground, but the winds will ease off later. It'll be cloudy with squalls, showers and isolated thunderstorms at first. Seas will be rough with swells. The outlook, the weather will improve tomorrow and it'll be dry during the day. Currently 26 degrees, 87% humidity. T1 standby signal is up and the thunderstorm warning is in force until at least 2 o'clock. News and weather, RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.